As things change, other things stay the same, like Ohio Lottery scratch-offs, from small tickets to big tickets, from bright colors to flashy themes. There's something for everyone. Big wins make big stories, but it's the millions of small wins every day that make life-changing memories. And your biggest win will come by following the state-recommended safety protocols during this special holiday season. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. You know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So, stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Yo, 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 yo. Welcome everyone to Reasonable Wrestling. It is I, the most high, Chris, and I am with my tag team partner as always, CT, aka Chitty Bang, and we are here. Another episode of Reasonable Wrestling, episode 38. We are coming to you live from the in-house studio. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. What's up, guys? What's going on? Shout out to all you listeners. Shout out to everybody. Listening to on iTunes. Shout out to all the guys listening on SoundCloud, on Stitcher, on wherever you get in our podcast. And shout out to the viewers on YouTube. Come on. Always, you know, and the new subscribers. And shout out to us for making 100 followers on SoundCloud. Round of applause. applause. This is why we should have a soundboard. Like, we uh, okay. <laughs> I need an applause. Okay, Peter Rosenberg. <laughs> Shout out to Peter Rosenberg. Shout out to Peter Rosenberg. But yes, we got hundred followers on Instagram. We got we cracked over two thousand uh, two thousand listens on SoundCloud. Uh-huh. We've also had uh, four hours viewed on YouTube. Uh-huh. Uh, we've actually got twelve subs- uh, with twelve subscribers. Now you guys may not think that is a lot, but what you don't understand is started from the bottom. Twelve followers. Not I mean twelve subscribers. Now we're here. That's a lot to us. Man. A lot to us. You know That's we, we, we us, appreciate man. everybody we appreciate listening it for sure. You know we appreciate everybody who's watching. Um, uh, and like we said last week, we're gonna keep doing this thing and keep growing it because we have a vision for it. And we're just happy to give you guys content. You know. Yeah, we're you know, I'm the underground like, content kings yeah, of professional the, wrestling the podcasting. All that, yeah. You know, all that. All that. We're the underground podcast kings. Shout out to Bum B. Rest in peace, Pimp C. Yeah, I mean, UGK for life. So, with that being said, um, it was the Super Bowl weekend. weekend, And uh, there was, did you do anything eventful over the weekend? No, no, I don't know. Did Did you you watch the, I mean, I did. Did I I watched it. How did you spend the Super Bowl? Because, like, I watched the games and I chilled with a couple of homies. Um, 
I chill with, um, you know, a friend of mine, Matt Riddle. Um, okay. I um, met some other cool people and chill with the homies, uh, Montez Ford and oh. Bianca Belair. Okay. Um, and, you know, um, drank some beer and ate some tacos. It's and... funny because I kind of did the same thing. What? Yeah. I drank some beer, ate some tacos. I watched the game too, you know, and, I, you know. Who you watch it with? You know, it's just, you don't know, you know, just some people, some friends, you know, you got Keith Lee. <laughs> oh, you know? really? Yeah, 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 we, you know, Ricochet. <sighs> yeah, you know, people like that. You got Punishment Martinez. Punishment? Oh, hanging, out, hanging out with Punishment, you know, it's cool. Word? Yeah, it was, it, was, it, was, it was a nice Sunday, and we got to see the game, and, you know, fuck the Patriots. Oh, man, I mean, it was very, very live where I was at. Like, people were really oh, into... The, but because it was really live where where I was at. Okay, like, you know? so so where I was at this halftime show was not the one on TV. I saw a live halftime performance. Get out of town. That was fucking amazing. Well, because because I saw a live halftime performance because I was at the PC. What PC? The WWE. I was at the WWE Performance Center. What? The Performance Center. On Super Bowl Sunday. No. Your first ever live event at the Performance Center. I was there live. That's crazy because. Front and center. I was, on the 50 yard line. No. Yes. I was at the PC too. Oh. And what? I was on camera. Oh. Interesting. What you look at that? Were you on camera? I was on camera. You was on hard camera? I was on hard camera. Oh, oh man. man. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wrestling was in the Mother Chicken building, you Yo, feel me? we were in there. We was in there. Check out our Instagram page, Reasonable Wrestling Podcast. You can see all the videos there. Uh, we was that halftime heat of Super Bowl Sunday. Saw the amazing six-man tag match of Yo. Ricochet, Aleister Black, Velveteen Dream versus Tommaso Ciampa, Johnny Gargano, and Adam Cole. It was electric. And needless to say, they tore the house down. I mean, and when you put those six guys in a ring together, any fucking combination, doesn't matter which two guys you pick or which six or four, any combination of these guys is going to be a barn board. It's going to be a classic, you know? And, and it was, they, they give it all every single time. Yeah. I, On a halftime heat show, they put together one of the most cohesive six-man tags that I've ever seen. And it, it's a dream match, you know? It was, and honestly, like, I saw some people was like, oh, it lacked, you know, psychology, it was a throwaway match. Motherfucker, it was a halftime match he, that, it was, it was a return of halftime heat, what do you want? 20 years, 20 yeah. years or something like that, Yo. you know, like, halftime I mean, that was better than any halftime heat, I've seen, like, no, and no disrespect to The Rock and Mankind in a, in a empty arena match, that's classic, you know, but... To, to me, I'm, I'm a guy who loves in-ring action. Yeah. I love to see um, psychology. For people who didn't say psychology, fuck that. I think that um, the, the, ma- the match was fucking the, dope, match, the match was good. It was a, it was it was good spots. Uh, the subtleties of, you know, Ciampa and Gargano. Well, Gar- uh, Gargano mainly iron Ciampa. Mm-hmm. Um, Velveteen Dream being the most over thing in the world. Yo, Velveteen Dream. And here's the thing, like, I was enamored by him. It's like he had an aura. It's like, you know? And I'm not saying that just because he's similar to Prince, but he is. He has an aura about him. And not only that, he's so experienced with being so so young. Yeah. So the, how good he is is extremely scary. It's like how he works in the ring. Because even at one point, 
when they do the spots and then they all pose. You remember that spot? That yeah, and, and when, when uh, yeah, uh-huh. uh, Alistair Black does the football, yeah. the back flip off the second rope. Uh, Ricochet does the springboard, does yeah. the back flip, and then Velveteen Dream does the front flip over the rope. Yeah. Curls back in, poses in front of, and the building goes nuts. Nuts. Yeah, nuts. It was yeah. ill. It was ill. It's because, and, and and right after that. Gargano, Ciampa, and Adam Cole coming to the ring. It's like Velveteen's directing traffic, you know, telling them where to go. You know, so it's the subtle things that he does in the ring that I really appreciate. Uh, but yeah, we had, a, we had a great time, you know. It was a surreal, really yeah, surreal man. night. As, as wrestling fans, man, um, we was at the fucking PC, man. Yeah. We was at the PC. Um, again, thank you to Matt Riddle, man. Yes, thank uh, you, Matt Riddle, for, for the invitation. Um, just, you know, um, you know, we went there. Obviously, we're marks, but we're not marks. You know what I mean? Like, we went there as Reasonable friends. marks. Reasonable marks. Yeah. You know what I mean? We were able to, like, process it and be mm-hmm. like, damn, mm-hmm. we're here. But also be like, we're here. Yeah, we're here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because... This is honestly, if we didn't talk about it, mm-hmm. it wouldn't have prophesized. Yeah. So by us really being there, just validated that our words and our actions yeah. mean something. So uh, for my tag team partner, we are the longest reigning content kings of this here professional wrestling <laughs> podcast here. Shout out to Conrad and Bruce, I know. And Conrad hey. and Eric Bischoff, I know. And Conrad and Tony Schiavone. Conrad, you're a yeah. hardworking man. Yeah, I but, know. Shout out to Conrad. Conrad is a living legend. Absolute living legend. Yo, absolute living legend. Yo, super inspirational. Finesse. Finesse guy. People think I'm a finesse. Conrad. Conrad is the ultimate finesse, man. So road tie to you, my G. Yeah, man. Um, But we are the we are the content kings, man. And and we're gonna keep saying that, you know. If we don't believe we're the best. We, then who will? Exactly. You know, so we're gonna come out here and we'll say we're the best every single week. Hulk Hogan, <laughs> we come with you, man. <laughs> yeah. But, um, and uh, yo, so with that being said, I think is this our first Wednesday? Um, no. Yeah, this is our first Wednesday. This is our first Black History Month yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is February sixth. Yeah. Uh-huh. This is our first February show. So. Uh, we gonna talk about a lot of nigga shit. So, <laughs> as always, though. As always, no. But it's gonna be like extra niggerish. It's yeah. gonna be hot sauce in my bag. <laughs> swag, nigga, is what I'm talking about. And if you don't come here for the, the nigga conversations, then this next four weeks are gonna be I mean, a long week. It's gonna be a long time. We'll not see. that we're not gonna do the raw Listen, okay, everything. how about this? <laughs> if you don't really wanna be involved in all the nigga stuff, Holler at us when we do more white stuff in March when we do the March Madness of interest music. So, we're already putting this out there. Me and CT, we're going to conform a list. Um, we probably won't do 64 teams because that's a lot of fucking shit. Mm-hmm. We're going to do 32 teams, okay? Once they get into the round of 32, we will then go ahead uh-huh. and follow and have our own bracket. Uh-huh. Uh, in the first couple of rounds, we're trying to do some polls and stuff like that. So make sure y'all follow yeah, us. Yeah, it's gonna be polls on Instagram, polls on Facebook, polls on um, Twitter. Um, yeah, and we're going to find out. You know, we're gonna have our brackets on match marshmallow yeah. on entrance music. On entrance music, so, so you guys gonna be deciding. Okay, well, for our listeners, this is for the reasonable marks the out reasonable there. marks, especially man. for we putting it together for just you guys. And I hope you guys engage. What we want you guys to and really reach out. 
because we're, we're curious to see what you guys think. You know, For sure, man. We I just actually saw an engagement on Twitter about that earlier today mm-hmm. about top five interest musics and whatnot, and I kind of like, you know, put my little two cents in there. Um, but you know, we'll get more into it when it comes to March. So yeah. we're giving you guys options now. If y'all want to fuck with the nigga shit and come back for March too. Y'all come. know what we are. You know what I mean? It's, you know, Black <laughs> You've been Mark here for 38 weeks if you have been for day yeah. one. And if you are here right now for hearing us for the first time, I, 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 you know, I assume you guys are day one because we are still in the early stages of this. But this is, um, this is, this is Rizmo Wrestling, man. This, this is, is where Rizmo Wrestling, man. We smoke weed and we talk, weed about and talk wrestling, wrestling logically, uh, logically and reasonably. Now, you and may we, think And we support everybody black. <laughs> You may think that is an oxymoron. You're like, man, mm-hmm. how can you smoke weed and have an intellectual conversation logically and reasonably? Well, tune into the motherfucking show. And the show begins now. Uh-huh. The week of wrestling was so fucking... Hold on one second. Shout out to Bianca Belair for her Black History Month gear. Oh, I was going to get into it. Oh, that. okay. When we what, got into NXT. Oh, yeah, because you, yeah, 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 no, you were saying something about Black History Month earlier, so I just wanted to just go shout ahead, her go out. Go ahead. She had this some. Black History Month gear on her tights had uh, our black icons and, and, and our legends. Incredible. Man. Yeah, she she Come she on. won time for the culture. Come on. Shout man. out to Bianca Belair holding down wrestling gear? on the wrestling gear on TV too, nonetheless. Mm-hmm. So um, shout out to everybody that allowed that to happen, greenlit that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know how important that is to the culture to see that. And like we always say, representation matters, man. Representation matters. Um, so shout out to our black people actually acknowledging our, the black people before them. And hey, WWE, send some white people to the motherfucking uh, uh, African American Museum, my G. Mm-hmm. And benefit. Nigga, we know our history. Okay? Uh-huh. Just to throw it out there. Niggas know nigga shit. White people need to know nigga shit. Yeah, so they, send, they've done it in the past. They W have some people to an African American museum. I'm saying but send mostly, more white. When we always see packages, it's always like Tyson Banks, Michael Kelly. Michael Kelly, like <laughs> what the fuck, nigga. They, they know shit. That was a field trip in public yeah. school, my nigga. <laughs> <laughs> but Seth Rollins did them last year. I mean, but you know, you he, know. isn't he like um, he's culturally responsible? Yeah. And he's also, I think he's part Latino. He's Armenian. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's Armenian. Oh, shit. Well, he's a mob boss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get into the show. We've been this fucking lot of shit. <laughs> um, um, so, yeah. the week that was in wrestling, um, coming off of Super Bowl weekend, Raw gave us a fucking snooze fest. Christ almighty. It was atrocious. Yeah, I don't guy. remember much that happened on Raw. Sorry, guys. Um, coming into this, this podcast... I remember two very vivid things. Okay. I remember Becky Lynch mm-hmm. beating Stephanie's ass, and I remember Ronda Rousey beating a Rise Squad's ass. That's it. That's pretty much all I really took away from Raw. Um, not that it wasn't a decent show, but it didn't just grab my attention per se. Um, not, and I was having technical difficulties, technical difficulties watching the show. And, yeah, uh, and first world problems. You know, know first world problems. Our internet was lagging. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, but with that said, Becky Lynch, come on. She starts a show off. Hot. And I think what they're doing with Becky Lynch, putting her on Raw, putting her on SmackDown, and giving her programs with with the McMahons is putting her in a different light. You know, going into WrestleMania. It's where they, she needs to be. And, um, and, I, and I'm hot. I, and I'm happy for her. Like, I, I think that... 
her uh, persona right now is is reminiscent of the Austin. You know, it's reminiscent of Austin so much right now, and I think it's well due. I think having, um, so, you know, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Using the McMahon's to get heat on somebody or get them hot is what we've seen for how long now? And if you guys are not used to it, get used to it because we're gonna see it more because it works. You know, a lot of fans are saying like, oh, do we have to see Stephanie McMahon all the time in the program or Triple H in a segment? Yes, we do have to see them in a segment because they are legit figures and um, characters that they've built over time. Not that many people have equity backstage longer than the McMahons. No, no one has, you know, no one does have equity longer on television screen. So when you see them, you pay attention. You may think you don't, but you really do. I mean, that's true. I... I am not the one that's going to um, realistically complain about that. Um, what I will say for sure is that um, I do think they lean on it heavily. You know what I mean? So when they need a quick fix, it's throw Triple H or throw uh, McMahon in there. They try to do it with Roman. They try to do it with Kevin Owens. They try to do it with Braun Strowman. You know, they're doing it with Becky Lynch. Uh, they did it with CM Punk. They did it with yeah, David Bryan. Okay, what I'm saying, they, Austin, right. They got to be more creative. You're right. They they, they, they really got to be more creative. However, when you have a new character and they've gone up against everybody in the roster and they go on against all the main Avengers, you got to find ways to bridge the gap between programs. With somebody, with, the way they're using it with Becky, I like it because it's not like she's building up to a match with Stephanie McMahon. You know, they're, they're bridging the gap between her right now and WrestleMania by giving her a really um, sympathetic, empathetic storyline where you'd be like, damn, she's injured. And, I, and everybody's on Becky's side. Everybody's on Becky's side. So um, I don't think she's really injured. I think she's selling, you know? And I think that follows up from, you know, they, that, that gives her. Um, that baby face sympathy going into WrestleMania. By the time WrestleMania comes around, Ronda's gonna be the hero. You know, like legit, I think. For sure. I mean, that's fine and dandy, but I don't think you need the McMahons in order for that to happen. Because my thing is, is that the more heat you draw onto, you know, the McMahons, the less heat you make it impactful for the Ronda turn. Everybody knows that Ronda more than likely is going to end up as the hero. <coughs> but my thing is, is that you also have to make it um, uh, visually um, and, and conceptually um, thorough. Okay. You know what I mean? Um, interjections, in, uh, 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 injecting Stephanie McMahon and Triple H and Charlotte Flair only kind of dilutes the solution of what you're trying to produce of Becky and Ryan. Here's the thing. I would, I would say that's the case if they didn't give Becky moments. If they didn't give Becky, Becky the shine of being Stephanie's ass, because that's that's legit a moment for her, and then to back it up the next night, smacking Triple H in the face, I think if they didn't give her certain things like that to show that edge and that brash attitude, and they just made it centered it around, let's say, a Charlotte, or centered it around the McMahons, I would say, all right, you know, they're just using the McMahons cheaply. And so I, and I can see why people would say that. However, I think I, I, I personally enjoyed it because Stephanie, people, she, she's a villain. And when you, when you see a villain get beat up by your biggest hero, it gets a reaction. 
And I'm sorry, but when you even if you're um, if you're a mainstream fan, you get a reaction from you too. It doesn't matter if you're a mainstream fan or if you're a, a, um, a casual viewer. When you see the owner of a company get beat up by one of their talent, you tune it in. And you're saying, and you're gonna keep your eyes on it. You want to see what happens to Stephanie McMahon. Um, do they use it often? Yes. For us who are hardcore wrestling fans who watched all these years, we like, come on, we've seen this before. However, it's like one of the most viewed videos on YouTube. Like, you know, they, they it's they, it works. So I can't say it was bad. I mean, so was Alexa Bliss, and uh, what are we doing? Well, that was just that? salacious, you know. And I mean, I didn't mind it. Ah! <laughs> to be quite, to be quite honest. You're a sexist. Uh, <laughs> no. Hey, women have the right to be sexy. Yes. Just because it's on TV, you know, it doesn't mean it's exploit exploitation all the time. That's Sometimes they can be sexy and it's fine. Um, so I'm cool with segments like that. Um, and this over here, I, I honestly think it works. At least build it, bridging the gap from now to WrestleMania. They got to make it interesting. Okay. And they did it. Because now it's like character development, it's story development. While Ronda is in the way, beating bitches' ass, which was awesome to see. Ronda gets better and better every single week. Ronda does get better. Ronda gets better every chance because again, she's she's in a she's in a live environment. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's in a sink or swim type of. Uh, you know what I mean? She's in a sink or swim type of um, position because. Becky, as you're saying, she's getting her moments, and she's getting her moments because she's more um, acceptable of what's happening right now. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? She's more, even though this is her quote-unquote moment, the facials is on point. Yeah. The the, the comebacks is on point. The the dialogue, the tone, the presentation, it's all on point right now for Becky because... All of this yeah, she's, she's has, checking all the boxes. It's built up to this everything has mm-hmm. came to this. Like yeah. so she has to kind of knock it out the park. Yeah. To where I'm not saying it's not for Rhonda, but at the same time, this is also new to Rhonda. Yeah. This is a very new this is a very new gladiator yeah. stadium for yeah. Rhonda. And for it being this new to her, she's doing a hell of a job. For sure. She's doing a hell of a job. But we, for you we, we forget how, but for, how, how green she really is. For those and she's to say she's having a Kurt Angle, Brock Lesnar type first year, kill it. What do you mean? Relax. That's my take on take right now. Let's, whoa, wait, wait, wait. wait. No, 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 you're not going to just drop that and just not talk about it. Well, I'm going to explain it. Like I'm saying, niggas <laughs> are saying that Ronda's first year is palatable and on par to Kurt Angle's first year or Brock Lesnar's first year. How is it not, though? Oh, CT, please. <laughs> oh, my God. No. No, 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 no. I can see the point they're trying to make, you know? I, I can the see correlation. It, but it's also wrong. Okay, tell me why. Well, for one, Ronda's talking up Like, Kurt Angle took to the mic completely more comfortably than Ronda has. Uh-huh. And for Brock two, never denied the mic. That's because you know? for, because Brock Lesnar as a spectacle was equally as important to Ronda. Now I'm also going to say not to demean the women, but Brock's spectacle is more impactful than Ronda's spectacle. And I'm saying that to be because in the first year, honestly, in the wrestling world, Brock wasn't making. I mean, outside the wrestling world, Brock wasn't kind of making 
the name for himself, but in the first year as far as in the business of even who he beat, the accomplishments that he had, the matches that he's had, Brock is by you know what I mean? Like is no yeah, yeah. It's first year is, is crazy. And then and, and Kurtz and Kurtz defense. European champion, even though it's not a secondary title, she can win. Uh-huh. But you know, curse, you know, European title, Intercontinental Championship, holding both championships, having a WWF yeah. title. But I, here's the thing, though: uh, what can Ronda really do within the women's division to even tr- to even try to equate that? So we've got to you got you got to arrange it for for the women's division. Like Ronda legit is having one of those. As things change, other things stay the same like Ohio Lottery scratch-offs. From small tickets to big tickets. From bright colors to flashy themes. There's something for everyone. Big wins make big stories. But it's the millions of small wins every day that make life-changing memories. And your biggest win will come by following the state-recommended safety protocols during this special holiday season. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Oh, I understand. Those she's, years, she's having a she has she's has the great matches. It was the in the one championship she's had like forever. So like you can't like say oh yeah, we're also Rocky had this, like, to, you know Kurt had two titles and Kurt had your pretty championship. Well, she, she's knocking it okay. out of the park with her performance, her in ring stuff. I mean, and, and, yes, promos, could, promos, no, yes, promos. She hasn't been awesome, and and, 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 and also stuff she's kind also, of they're, also they're riding her into stupid shit. That's, you know, that's true. But also what I'm saying is. Rhonda not saying that she can't have any type of like pull and what goes on, but Rhonda kind of also has to understand who she is and comfortable in front. When you're in front of fifteen thousand people regularly, and they're gonna throw you off your promo game because somebody's giving you something that's not you. Okay, you have to kind of be like, hey, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. this kind of what's happening right now. I think you know. I'm not sure what her influence is. But I guarantee you, she will shine more in what we're talking about as far. And then I think with Rhonda adding what we talked about as press conference Rhonda and bringing what made her a box office, I think then we can throw in Rhonda in that category because. I'm not saying that she's like. I don't think people are saying that like Kurt Angle and Brock Lesnar are equal to Ronda Rousey. No, no, no. For their job to go out there and perform, for sure they had and their first like, year, for sure, yes. yes. And 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 they were very green people coming in from different backgrounds. Well, right, whether it be wrestling, the Olympics, you know, and um, and, MMA, and then MMA, came yeah. into the business in a way that's so u- unique and different that they are a spectacle now. She's she's her, she's becoming her own brand the same way they did, for sure. And that's how I looked at it, you know, because. I mean, you can look at it different ways, but if you want to even talk about that championship ring, she's had the one championship she can have, and she's had good matches, you know? So, it's... I, I, and, and, I, and I think looking back on it nostalgically, we're like, oh my God, Brock, oh my God, her ankle. Not like, really, because... Okay, now, I'm, I'm going to be honest. Ronda has had... I'm not being prisoner at the moment. Okay. The first night match was better than expected. Mm-hmm. Outside of that, I didn't care for her and Alexa. I didn't care for that one either. Um, no, you know, um, her and Ruby didn't really get busy on Raw. They, you know, they had the matches on Raw. They never took it to like a main event. They never took it to where it meant anything yeah. for the matches to be good. Yeah, 
Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. they just didn't. We, just, we got like a taste of Ruby and, and, and Ronda. And, Ronda. and so it was dope. Like, it was, it yeah. was, for what we saw, it was dope. Uh, but to call that a good match, I'm just thinking that, like, to me. Yeah, it it's was, a one It's so. Uh, and then she had, boom, she had um, Charlotte. She had uh, her and Naya Char- again. You know, she had, Wait, she had Sasha second, Banks. The, the second Naya match wasn't. I wouldn't put that in the category. You thought that was the first one was better? I, yeah, I, I thought, thought they built on that first one and made it even better than the second one. Really? I thought the second one was better than the first one. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I think they added because Nia was a freaking wrecking machine the first time, but even more the second time. Plus, Ronda added new tricks like the step up shit and yeah, whatnot. Yeah, step up me yeah. and shit like that. Yeah. And then you know, and I had all that heat with the face breaker shit. I think it, it meant a lot more, um, but. Yes, I think you gotta say like Ronda's killing it. She is, and I, that wasn't for me to say. Listen, I. That's not for me to say. I'm also looking at the competition. Yeah. Um, she, I'm, I'm saying she hasn't really had her first good, really legendary making matches until the second half of what mm-hmm. this year has been. Charlotte. Yeah, Sasha, she's spinning her Bailey, Becky, she's spinning her wheels. Her, uh, I think that yes. they were setting up maybe a natty um, match. A with match her, with her, yeah. And that just didn't happen, I guess, because um, maybe because her father passed away. Okay, I'm not sure if that has something play play into it, but then things were in flux. So they she was spinning her wheels for a bit until this whole you know four horsewoman thing happened. But she she performed well with Nia, and she, we just saw her with Sasha, and every match was good. Like we we can go, you know, you're gonna go back and watch those matches one day. Those are not matches that you're just going to forget about. Like, all those matches, like, oh, yeah, how did Ronda do on that? You're going to want to go back and watch it one day. So, yeah, I can see why she, people are saying she has such a great first year in wrestling. So, she's a star, you know? She's a main event star. She's a main event star. And with that, those were the only two highlights of Raw, Becky and Ronda. But let's go ahead and let's let's talk about it. The, the women's division right now between... Raw's main event mm-hmm. feud, the tag team division between both rosters, yeah. Oscar being built up again to be an ass kicker. Who's gonna be a challenger? The women division right now, yo, they're, is they're really on fire. Yeah, they're running on all cylinders. It's on fire right now. Yo. So I am happy that the evolution. We love our woman here. Wasn't you know, and honestly. You get it's not just the way we love you guys. You guys deserve everything we're saying. You guys are killing it from from freaking NXT up. You know, the women are all across the board killing it. So with that being said, um, Raw kind of was it was a snoozer. I mean, yeah, they had Jeff Jarrett. Jeff Jarrett. I'm like, wow, oh God, Jarrett's man. having a match in 2019, uh, bro. The weakest fucking Natasha. <laughs> He didn't even break the guitar. You're on your fucking television to break the guitar over a motherfucker's back. Your pussy ass, old ass, quitting motherfucking get, get your dick hard. I stole another nigga's wife after I hired him ass. God damn you, man. You oh, took us. You took a fucking twelve minute two segment match from somebody who could have fucking needed it as the fuck, man. Get your old ass out of here, bro. 
Nobody fuck with you. Get that TNA fucking library up and get the fuck out of here, dog. Damn. Oh, man. That oh. shit was trash. <laughs> fuck, man. I'm mad. <laughs> uh, uh, after that, we had a... Uh, we got like Jim Drake on podcast. Baby the night ass, <laughs> Spend your days working hard on the road with me, too, yeah. motherfucker. I don't make no song about it. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. I've seen a lot of Jeff Jarrett matches, and I don't remember anyone. Bruh, the most memorable Jeff Jarrett match I remember is one, you get your ass beat by China with the kitchen sink. Everything, including the kitchen sink, my Oh, you. okay. Yeah. And him motherfucking laying down for Hulk Hogan to win the title. Because he was a pussy. That's crazy, though. I, and, and he's and he's a legend. And it's all right, because he's been... He grew up in the business and everything. But we don't see... I, it a, didn't translate to me on screen. I, I just never... A it, legend. I, I never... I mean, they, they received him as, as a legend. He's so a I, daddy's I, I boy, man. He must be a it's legend. white people's but, fucking nepotism at his finest. <laughs> The fuck are you talking about? Where has I'm Jeff like, Jarrett been okay. a legend other than Memphis, nigga? Is he even the most legendary wrestler in Memphis? Shout out to Jerry the fucking yeah. Keys. Jerry's the greatest wrestler in Memphis history. Jeff Jarrett is where? He's not top. Matter of fact, I am going to look up Memphis wrestlers, and he may not be top five. Dylon may be motherfucking higher than Jeff Jarrett. Oh man, Jeff Jarrett—they they receive him as this great superstar, and I guess because you know he made my baby tonight, and he had that gimmick of the country singer. Bro, he—I mean, he did have some good matches with baby D'Lo Brown. He had some good matches. On the, I think on his way out. But Are you only saying that because Dino Brown is black? No, I'm not just saying it because Dino Brown is black. Yes, I'm saying I it because they had a series of matches, and they, they swapped the title back and forth, and I remember it uh-huh. vaguely. Okay. But um, other than that, I'm pretty sure you know he has some programs with maybe Xbox or something. I I, I just don't. Let's go! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Think you a little man? Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, I remember. You know what I remember most about Jeff Jarrett him being in that N64 game, WWE WrestleMania 2000, <laughs> and yeah, that's all. Oh man, um, outside of that, Leo, Leo, Leo Rush had a match with Finn Balor. Oh yeah, it wasn't the yeah, Leo um, Rush man. It wasn't the best match they could have had because you know Finn had to um, Finn had to sell his rib injury and whatnot. Okay. But um, I definitely yeah. like the pairing. I think I called it as well. I said that you send Leo in first, and then Finn works his way up to Bobby. I mean, but yeah, yeah, yeah. We you did say that, but then they did Bobby and Finn already, and then they started the program like way later. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I mean, so you're listening, but not really. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, but anyways, yeah. Um, yeah, like, like I said like a couple weeks ago, Finn's gonna hit title off Bobby. Um, I'm not too interested right now, but I am interested to see more Finn versus Leo Rush. If you can give me that in a long form and where they can just really go at it, I'm curious to see how that match turn out. Um, well, outside of that, so we got um, uh, Braun Strowman. Oh, the main event was so whack. 
It was so whack. It was so, so whack. So whack. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh, man. Okay, so that match was trash, okay? So, um, it was Braun Strowman, Kurt Angle for the Drew McIntyre and Baron Corbin. Can we please? I'm trying to be positive, but I have to say. So I'm just going to say, hey, it was a match uh, in the main event. Baron Corbin, if you're going to wrestle in a vest, just get your size, my guy. It's no, it's no shame in wearing your size. That's all I'm saying. He's trying to show off his body. I know? feel you, but... uh He's trying to, like, show... Uh-huh. For real? He's really in these streets fucking niggas up, you know? I hear you. Too hard to catch this way. best. Okay, so I found a list of wrestlers from Tennessee. Not to motherfucking bear off real quick, but um, Ric Flair, okay, was born in Memphis, Tennessee. Oh, word? So, by far, we really best goddamn right? wrestler <laughs> in Memphis, Tennessee. <laughs> it's no it's problem. Over. It's over. It's over. It's over. <laughs> Second. Are you really looking this up right now? Jerry Lawler <laughs> from Memphis, Tennessee. Coco Beware, <laughs> Hall of Famer, is from Tennessee. Don't okay? you dare. And don't you dare. Disrespect. Coco, Coco Beware, Beware, okay? I'm going to put down the goddamn shirt. <laughs> With a little bird? <laughs> oh, yeah, we're about to miss the fucking money of this shit, man. Don't you dare disrespect Coco B. My man is from Union City, Tennessee, right now. It's not Memphis, though. No, I mean, I'm saying as far as Tennessee. Because, okay. you know, you know, Jeff Jerry said he's the greatest thing to ever come out of Tennessee. I mean, it's a gimmick. I, not, 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 so, I'm at three right now. Randy Orton. <laughs> Randy Orton was born in Knoxville. No. Randy Orton was born in Knoxville, Tennessee. Wow. Exactly. Better wrestler and everything from... Hey, Ricky Morton. All right, we get it. <laughs> Terry Bam Bam Gordy, okay? Eddie Gilbert. Yes, I'm going to my wrestling Rolodex right oh now. Oh, God. Eddie Graham. <laughs> Jeff Jerry, chill ass yeah, on my so, DMT. The Honky Tonk Man. So how long have you been burying Jerry? Jump Jarrett for <laughs> three and a half minutes. Viscera is from Tennessee. Big sexy V, Big Daddy V. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right, uh, all right. Yeah, if you put Jeff Jarrett in my motherfucking screen next week, WWE. <laughs> listen, I ain't never threatened to boycott the fucking shit ever before, but I ain't watching no yeah, more. Yeah, watch them put him on again. Uh, man. And Road Dog. Done. You my man, but uh, just take a chair up here from the camera, okay? That would be nice. <laughs> that dance dog. Oh my god. Alright, you know me. It's that D O double G. Yeah, <sighs> I mean, you know what? Rodo loves the spotlight. So when he gets out there, he, he's, he's soaking it up. Man, Road Dog and uh, R Truth used to be in a group together and just get look, rowdy. I remember that shit. And look at the two body differences between the two. Oh, hey man, you they hate us because they ain't us. R Truth is a genetic freak. Okay, has Road Dog ever really been in great shape? It doesn't matter. White people is just you know. I'm oh. just putting it out there. <laughs> Whatever. It's going to be four weeks of this, man. I told you, if you don't want to be around for a nigga shit, you holler back at us in about 
you know, in March. <laughs> All right. Um, so is that is that it for Raw? That's it for Raw, man. Um, how was SmackDown? Oh wait, for Raw, one more thing. Mm-hmm. Um, that Alexa Bliss segment, though. Um, I, I, I listen. I like the 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 moment of Bliss shit. I really do. I think it's fantastic. And I never thought I'd be saying this, but yo, show my girl Alexa Bliss some love. Every time they have a segment for a moment of bliss, they have everybody just bum rush the segment. And I know it's not meant to get Alexa Bliss over right now, uh-huh. but to me, I know that if it was like maybe a, a highlight reel or you know, it would be a little bit more centric. They're just bum rushing the show every single time. There's no writing to build like let Alexa talk and interview somebody, and maybe one other person comes out. As a, you know, to build one angle. What do you mean, man? Alexa Bliss. It's a cluster fuck every single time. No, listen. Where was the first time you saw the tag team titles? Yeah, that was cool. Oh, okay, okay. Where was the first time that you kind of saw EC3 outside of being in a backstage segment that led him into his first match? You're not going to remember that. Okay, you're yeah, not going to remember that. You are going to remember the first time you saw the titles. It's going to be in every EC3. package. Okay, fine. Uh, whatever. We were there in Orlando when Sasha Banks came out in the first ever Moment of Bliss segment ever yeah. and announced that she was going to face Ronda Rousey. Yeah, and I know what happened Royal in the segments. Okay, I know uh, exactly. no, no, but I don't know. say a three-week segment or a four-week segment is burying Alexa Bliss. No, I've never, well, said, Alexa I Bliss never said it's burying. Alexa Bliss is the five-foot blonde bitch that gets... I never said it's burying Alexa Bliss. All I'm saying is that give her the show so she can actually make it a show, you know? So, like, The Miz has personality. Every Miz TV is catered to, like, The Miz kind of style. Let Alexa Bliss create a style of show. Because I like when the guy came out with the coffee and whatnot. But the way they've done it is just, you know, that's what I'm trying to see. As a creative, I'm like, all right. You know, you remember Piper's Pit for a certain style. You remember Cutting Edge for a certain style. Highlight real something different. This should be something that's it, it is. Right. It's that a was, moment. It's a every time. But it's a clusterfuck every week. No, it's not a clusterfuck. Things happen in the moment of bliss. And things happen, and it's not a whole segment. It's not meant for it to be right. the talking five minute, seven minute, eight minute long segment that leads into something. It has been set up to be a quick hit spots fest. That allows multiple people to get over by yeah, using Alexa Bliss as I, the jumping point. I know, I know what you it is. You don't because you're it making here's it the thing, Here's the thing, here's the thing. I know what it is, and you can still accomplish that, but doing it every single week, I want, you know, if it happened like, you know what, I wanted to find its own, its own niche and its own style. And give and give but it. But it's only been three weeks, four weeks. You're right, you're right, but. Let, it know. was. A, it's only been three or four weeks. You can't find footing of a of a talk show for one. But they just clusterfucker every week with with every guy. Everybody's walking on her set. Like, come on. I guess it's. Well, I guess you're right. Maybe I'm analyzing it too much. And it's. I just want the woman to have their thing too. That's like we just, just literally gave women props because they are really holding it down and our attention to the product. They are, they, what this is, is a building block. Yes, this is the first ever women's 
driven segment. So allow it to have its place. Yeah, 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 you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like yeah. it's it, it's not the fact that I can write it better. I'm just saying. I, <laughs> thank you. Just go ahead, just like if that is what we'll get to, let's just go ahead and get to it. You know what I mean? Like I, like and shout out to my man Cass, man, real life Cass. Uh, made wrestling headlines uh, oh, uh, by uh, uh, leaving the company. He fulfilled his contractual oh, obligation. Okay. Um, so, and that's inspiration for a guy like that's his dream job for him to be like, yeah, yeah I, I did it. it. Nah, okay, next, on to the next thing. You know what I mean? It's inspiration. Let me know. Hey, Nigerian, right? Yeah. Yo, shout out to Nigerian. Come on, Nigerian boy. You know what I mean? Gives inspiration for niggas. Yes, to know that it's, they it's can extreme you know what I mean? inspiration. I really want to meet him one day, and I'll just just chop it up, honestly, because I wonder what his experience was. Yo, real life cast, highlighters. Yo, I listened to you, uh, the flagrant file, the flagrant two podcast. Um, him and Andrew Schutz and uh, I, um, I don't know how to pronounce the other guy's name, but Andrew Schultz? And yeah, yeah, what I call him, Schultz, okay. whatever. I'm and sorry. real life cast? Yeah, okay, that's the third guy that got a podcast. Okay. It's pretty wild, it's pretty dope. Actually, I'm gonna listen to uh, the, the new episode that comes out, I think, this week. It's his first post. WWE uh, show, so he can kind of like oh, okay. let himself loose a little bit. You know so, what I mean? Right. Like, so he, you know what I mean? Oh, so yeah, I'm, yeah. A, I'm gonna listen to it. So shout out to him, and that just made me spark that up when you said creatively. Like, he opened the door for I feel like black creatives and more black creatives. You know, he yeah. was there producing segments with New Day and Bobby Lashley, and he actually wrote the super, uh, produced and wrote the super the. the Seattle segment. Remember when fucking Elias and um, Kevin Owens said something about Seattle Super Science? Oh, oh, right. He wrote and produced that segment. Yo, that's crazy. So, like, you know, his, like, that was a dope segment, you know what I mean? So, shout out to him being involved in, uh, you know, uh, I think, honestly, once you. That segment was. Legendary. Yeah. <laughs> it got booed. It got booed. Yeah. Uh, um, and I think Alexa, over time, like, she's a golden girl. And I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know. Think, I just want to, you know. I think she'll, she'll just, find I just, it. I just saw something. You know, I've just been seeing the trend. And I just don't want to just be that. And maybe if it's the irony of like, oh, it's supposed to be a moment of bliss and it's not, it's chaos. It's chaos. Yeah. Then maybe, I guess if you look at it that way. But, hey, I just want to shout out Alexa Bliss and see what you're doing over there. Keep doing your thing, you know? I'm not saying that burying Alexa Bliss, though. Come on. <laughs> no way you can bury that thing. <laughs> Smackdown was kind of another fluent um, show. Um, Smackdown fluent every week. It man. was. It was kind of. Um, it was. It wasn't a place for yo. Why the fuck was it like the go home show? Yeah. Like they don't have another. Wait. What? Yeah. Like, they don't have another week. Is it? Is it? I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure. Elimination Chamber is not this Sunday. Yes, yeah, so, but the way they booked the show and produced it, it was produced as if it was the, a the go, go home show bro. for Elimination Chamber, bro. Uh, <laughs> Yo, the go home before the go. Well, it was man. a go home show before the go home show, pretty much. And, and like, like, if you look at it, obviously, you know, Elimination Chamber has six competitors, and through the night, these guys interacted. 
and then at the night, at the night, it was a big bra. You yeah, know, and that's Brian, usually the champion. <laughs> Mustafa Ali, Randy yeah. Orton, Samoa Joe, Jeff Hardy, AJ Styles. <laughs> yeah, and usually that's how they set up for the pay per view. I mean, it was kind of a surreal moment watching it because it's like, because we're patterned to think, okay, this is all right. This weekend is a pay per view when we see that kind of production and writing. So it was, it was but it was more still than, a decent show. More, yeah, I'm curious to see what they do next week. More than likely, we're gonna have a fucking uh, six man tag on SmackDown tomorrow. I mean, not tomorrow, next week. Oh yeah, probably. Yeah. It was first faces. That's true. You know yeah, what I mean? More than likely, that's what's gonna happen. Uh, but more power to him. I am not so much excited to see the Elimination Chamber, but I'm excited. So can we say I that? mean, I wish I'm Andrade was in it, but mm. I wish Andrade and Ray were in it. That's the only thing I was going to say. But I love Andrade and Ray not being involved because I like that few being dope enough to get Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Exactly. I like it too. I like that occasional weight and it adds depth to the, the show uh-huh. because that secondary feud is fire. Yeah, it is. Um, a feud that's not fire. And Delina Vega, props to you, man. Golly, uh-huh. man. Shout out to you. Um, shout out to Alistair. I'm pretty sure you're fading to black every time. Um, <laughs> yo, yeah. it's dead, yeah. yo. Yes. <laughs> Um, that a few that's not hot, man, again, is what I'm trying to say was Rusev Shinsuke. What the fuck, man? <laughs> you motherfuckers hated each other that's two, a tag two team. weeks ago, a week ago, and now all of a sudden, you motherfuckers are like put together, and then I'm not so much a mark that's gonna be like, oh, Luke Gallows and Kyle Anderson, like they're taking the loss, but I don't think they should have taken that. I mean, I don't know what they're doing. How about that? I don't. I don't yeah, know what yeah, they're yeah. doing. Um, I don't know if they're trying to build depth in the tag team division. No, they're clearly not. They're, they're because trying if to build seven Shinsuke as a tag team. But that's what I'm saying. And why to would, go over to go face? But my thing is, why would you? Why would you? Why? Why? Why would you? Why would you try to emulate Cesaro and Sheamus? Because they are uncreative people. That's why, you know, they're just foreigners. Let's put them together. You know, that's how that thinks. Not, it's not, it's not too hard uh, to for them to just say, hey, you're foreign, you're foreign, put it together. Ah, uh, uh, um, their whole the ascendancy in identity. Putting foreign people together as a group or a tag team and saying, hey, you're a thing now. No matter how much you hate each other, no matter how much that makes sense, it doesn't matter. You guys are not American. Uh, anything else that you had on SmackDown that you remember? 
Uh, I think Daniel Bryan is doing a great job on his promo still. I mean, he's oh, not, yeah, he's, he's, not, yeah, he's hitting it. He's hitting it. Yeah. It's just, just every week, you Yeah, know? that's all I can um, say is he's hitting it. Um, like this butt, he's hitting it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I already talked about the Becky stuff. stuff. Um, her attack with Triple H was another moment. Uh, I think I think she's having, she's turning off the shows right. Um, what else? What else? I mean, Randy Orton throwing Mustafa Ali onto those damn tables. Yo, how uh, did Mustafa get that black eye? Did you yo, I don't it? even know how he did. Bro, his eye is fucking crazy. Yo. I hope he's alright. I hope he didn't, like, break anything. Yo. Uh, like, yeah, uh, that was vicious. Like Boston areas when that shit happened. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that that one when he broke his orbital bone. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was nuts. That was nuts. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I hope everything is cool. Hoping he still perform uh, next Sunday, not this Sunday, because the elimination yeah. chamber is not this Sunday. This is next Sunday. The Sunday after next. And if you can't be in it, then put Shelton in there. Just oh, shout out to Shelton, man. Man, if he can be in the chamber, that'd be fire yeah. for Black History Month. Dog. Yeah, it would. You know, and, and I don't want to just take one mind already out, put another one in. I'm just saying, if he really can't go. If something's wrong, but hopefully Mustafa, I'm not trying to wish that on you. Hopefully you make it. No. It's gonna be a great night for him. It's like he's living a dream. Yo, shout out to Mustafa. Two up by boom, Royal Rumble, boom, Elimination Chamber, like main eventing with Dan Ryan, main eventing with AJ Styles. Like this guy is like, what's going on? He got but shout out to the 205 roster being utilized more than just oh, the hell 205. Yeah. Like. Um man, that that yeah, Leo Rush on got, Raw. Yeah, Leo Rush on Raw. Uh like we said, uh Mustafa Ali on SmackDown. We just fucking watched NXT Drew Gulak, Drew Gulak on NXT. Shout out to him and Matt Riddle having a fucking great yeah. match. Just shout out to Matt Riddle, shout out to Bro again one more uh-huh. time. Uh but Gulak uh, coming on NXT doing the spot down there. Um yeah, the diversity, really, man. Like, they're really going with this. All right, people can just change brands every now and then. If people are not, you know, you know, change one brand, wanted. that's what he was talking about. So I'm really curious to see how it works. I think they're trying to test the waters with 205 Live, and I love that they are not pigeonholing the guys because they're small. I love it because we always because we thought 205 Live were just going to dump the small guys. They're just going to dump them there. And they're I never mean, gonna go for, anywhere. For and not that it's not bad because they have their own style and show, but it shouldn't limit them. Like this shouldn't just be like Finn Balor, and just because he made sells merch, he could be in the main roster. You know, I like that they're bringing Leo Rush to be a heater for Bobby Lashley. Having Mustafa be damn near main eventer on SmackDown is something yeah. I never thought I wanted, and I really, you know, am glad I have. So I really am super happy that they're giving these guys the opportunity. And, I mean, the guys having an opportunity is one thing, but when you get the opportunity and then you make something with the opportunity, that's enough. Exactly. Uh, so, shout out to everybody that's getting the opportunity being able to knock it out the park, whether it is be showcased and uh, get somebody over, which I'm pretty sure most of the time it is, or shit, you get the opportunity to pin the WWE champion like Mustafa Ali did yeah. on SmackDown. Um you get the tag with fucking AJ Styles and Rey Mysterio. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get the fucking Russell Samoa Joe, a ring veteran. You get us talking to by Vince McMahon to let you know how he yeah. does, it directly wants to make money with you. Yeah. Um, I think once you see that happening for your peer, 
it shouldn't breed jealousy. It shouldn't breed you to be like, it can happen to me yes, exactly. So I need to be ready. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Any, any, any day. Any, any time, any, any Just day. Just stay ready you know and stay sharp and bust your ass. And keep working hard, and I and I just you know I have the utmost respect for you guys. Like like Leo Rush, man, who was to say like this guy was gonna come in? I think he did what three matches on two or five live, maybe four. Mm -hmm. Never seen again. Yeah, (laughs) he's still there. You know, know, he's losing matches over there because he's you know he, because I think he's gonna be cruiserweight champion once um he he, once Bobby Lashley's reign is over maybe. Okay, but uh yeah, Leo Rush. It's because he has a personality, man. He's he's just yeah. He jumps off the screen, and yeah. then his athletic ability is fucking phenomenal. It's just I can see Leo Rush being like cruiserweight champion and then showing up on like Raw SmackDown. Yeah, I can see that with the belt, getting the belt. First, over. Yeah, first time we've seen the cruiserweight championship on Raw in a minute. You know that's that's beautiful. I mean, you know, shout out to Enzo because you know allegations against him, oh, you know, was proven to be false, but. He kind of got that. He kind of almost in that vein could have got that cruiserweight championship over with the mouth pause, pause on. Oh yeah, you know with the mic with the mic work. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, I think Leo in the same vein can be that, and I can think he'll be beyond that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think he. His ceiling is more than uh-huh. fucking Enzo. Absolutely. And I think he's definitely on par with him with uh-huh. when it comes to the talking ability. I think um, when the time is right, Leo could be a really good face. When the time is right. Yeah. I think he could be a really good face because uh, he can take a lot of heat, gets, he can get sympathy, and then if he has a funny personality to go with it and he's fast and he's... Agile people are gonna just adore him. Imagine a double turn on the hour. He has the time, the clock, he has all that gimmick all packaged into one. The merch could be crazy. The double the double turn of him and Cedric Alexander would be fire. Oh I, yeah. That's, I heal that's, Cedric Alexander and the baby face Leo Rush. If they do a double turn, that'll be ill. But that would be book it for WrestleMania. Just please. Not this WrestleMania. Why it, not? Cruiserweight Championship. You know? they, they, I mean they could, but Oh yeah, Buddy still has a belt. Yeah, so yeah, they, they, they're, gonna have, they're, gonna, they're, they're gonna have Buddy. Not even that close. Just do it. Just after do it Buddy's sometime, race. man. Yeah. Shout out, shout out to so shout out to two or five five. We just wanted to shout you. Yeah, out. shout to you guys. Um, and did you um, did you have um anything else for SmackDown? We got a we're at the SmackDown. We you want to roll into our. Uh, our book in black. Uh, sure. Yeah, let's go book in black. Um, only on SmackDown. Oh, hey, yeah, the women are having a elimination chamber match for the tag team titles. Um, you know, are you interested in that? Uh, the tag team match. Yeah, I am interested once the match comes to me. Okay, Pause. I got you. You know, um, once the once the match comes to me, whereas you know. The six women tag at the three teams from SmackDown, three teams from Raw. Mm-hmm. What is it? The Iconics, uh, uh, Sonya Deville, Manny Rose, um, and Naomi. And no, no, yeah, is it Naomi and Carmella? Yeah, yeah. they're in the match, and then Bailey and um, Sasha's they're in the match. They're not all in the match. I think only the Iconics are from Raw. I mean, from SmackDown and. Um no, it's six and six in the elimination chamber. Oh, okay. Did they just have a match? That wasn't like an elimination match? Yeah, that's what the matches they were holding. Well, that wasn't an elimination match, right? 
No, that was just a triple threat match. Oh, just for fucking kicks? Yeah. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. I thought it was like elimination match. No, because it's not like a team first. It's not Raw for SmackDown. It's still like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the animosity okay. for the SmackDown women is just like, no, we're going to be the first ever. And then they just had a triple threat match. <laughs> I got it. So, yeah. um, and so uh, Naomi and Tamina is on there from Raw. Um, uh, Raya Squad from mm-hmm. Raw. And then Bailey and Sasha. Yeah. So um, yeah, I'm curious to see how they book it. I'm curious to see how that match goes. It could be really good or it could be uh, a mess. But uh, I I hope it's really good. I think they have the girls have the ability to make it really good. However, um, speaking of somebody being booked really good, give my girl Naomi some love. Come on, guys. Yeah, come on, guys. Naomi. <laughs> I know she's my beautiful to. black queen. <laughs> Why are you being sacrificed of getting that white she that will over? I have no idea. Mandy Rose can't hold your track weave down, honey, okay? She can't slick those baby hairs down no toothbrush, child. You should not be taking no... You got your ass... You got your ass beat. You got your ass beat in the hotel, and then she hit you with the motherfucker Tommaso Champa. She hit you with the final fan. What is this? What is this? Project Champa. Project Champ. She hit you with the no. They call it something else. The the fairy whatever. The last fairy tale. It's something. Uh, she hit you with the Tommaso Champa. The Project Champa. The pit of the the, el- the yeah, yeah. That's what it's called. Uh, the yeah. elevator pedigree. Yeah, yo, she, um, they, they, they Naomi, she's just completely sacrificing. Come on, come on. I mean, I know, <laughs> I, I know what it is. I know they like, hey, we, we, we let you go into WrestleMania two years ago uh-huh. as champion. You got the title. Uh-huh. Uh, last year you won uh, the inaugural uh, women's battle royal at WrestleMania. Uh-huh. We need you to get this little white bitch. Damn, I've been saying the B word a lot this episode. <laughs> um, but this is the uncut, uncensored, <laughs> unedited, unfiltered underground wrestling podcast and professional wrestling podcast game. And mm-hmm. I smoke weed. And we say and bitch. With I love. talk shit. And I say bitch. I say bitch with love too. With love. Because sometimes that word just comes out more than Mandy. That's a two-syllable word right there, Mandy. Right? Mandy. But I can understand. We got to just, we got to chill. Uh-huh. <laughs> For sure. We got to chill. You know? Yeah. We're on a radio station now. Shout out to BGP Productions. Yes, shout right out to BGP Productions. No, uh, uh, BGP, 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 BGP Radio is what yeah, it is. Yeah, BGP Radio. Yeah, yeah, they got us. So go ahead and follow them wherever you uh, podcast or podcast and subscribe to them. And then listen to our show from there. Because those views go to our views. And, you know. It's all love. It's all love. So shout out to Cross Promotion mm-hmm. there. Um, but Naomi, yeah, for real, don't let that white bitch keep being you, okay? That's a lot Somebody that they are booking black is Velveteen Dream. Yeah. Right, uh, our guy, Velveteen Dream, we saw again at halftime heat. And, uh, man, like he's, I said, a, he's a performer, man. Like I said, he's like performer. an aura around the kid, man. He's a performer. He's a it, performer. He gets it. He gets it. Mm-hmm. And, and it's, it's, it's several things. 
So we're gonna book him like him because um, uh, seeing him live was again was dope. You know, I I think that the guy has uber potential. It's not just that oh he knows how to get talked about. I hear I hear people saying oh they hit they, they ask somebody I think Triple H and they ask somebody else oh what do you think about Velvet Vel- Moon? He said oh he's like he sure knows how to get talked about and I'm like that's all you're gonna say about him like. For real, Velveteen Dream. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure backstage that they love him and they tell him all the praise. But no, he's a I, phenomenal. He's a phenomenal athlete. Yeah, he's more than phenomenal. No, he just gets talked about. No, he's. I, I think, and the position that they place him in that that validates it. You know what I mean? Like sometimes, yeah, true, true. You know, actions speak louder than words. Realistically, and by telling it, you know, what I mean, unfortunately, you know, for you, you got spoilers, and I got some spoilers. Uh, the past taping. If you don't want spoilers, don't fast want spoilers, forward about exactly. five minutes, two minutes, three minutes. I don't you know. know what I mean? But um, we got some spoilers, and like they're about to give him the ball, and let's, you know, let's let's give you a. And we always talk about guys getting a bone, right? Velveteen Dream didn't go over on Champa for the NXT title. Which we thought could have been an elevating moment for him. That didn't happen. But they uh, allowed him for their secondary title. He won the world that uh, Worlds Collide. When you're sitting in the intersection of, mm-hmm. uh, of uh, brands, you, NXT UK, NXT 205 Live, all in the tournament to determine who will get a title shot at the end of, the, uh, of that tournament. Okay. Velveteen Dream won that tournament. I need to go watch that. Yeah, it, um, it was a, it was a, it was a pretty good final. It was him and Tyler Bate in the final. Oh, what? Oh, um, ill. That's so that was a really good match. Check it out, man. So definitely check that out, man. Uh, so Velveteen went over, uh, went into the NXT taping, and uh, collected the title. Mm-hmm. Um, and my man now has valid has been validated. Yes. So when they say he knows how to be talked about, yeah, because you guys are also putting him in a position to be talked about. Mm-hmm. You're giving him the platform. You're allowing him to like develop in this character and really go out with the character. Yeah. The intellectual property, I, I get it. You know what I mean? Like you, you own it, but you're allowing his creativity to go. You know what I mean? The interests, the attire, mm-hmm. the 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 ring work, the yeah. homages that he gives, like. It's, it's great to see. It's mm-hmm. great to see. So, um, so yeah, he wins and he's um, gets a match with Johnny Gargano. Johnny Gargano, yeah. Which we saw on, on NXT today that they're booking a match with him and Johnny Gargano for the North American Championship. So I assume he's winning that, and that's a spoiler. So and I think that's amazing. Like I knew he was going to win a title soon. It's a matter. It's, it's, it's he he put it in that work. You know, it wasn't with Tommaso. And honestly, Tommaso does earn it. He does, he does deserve it. Yeah. Um, but I think this is a perfect spot for the team. And I think he can really take that belt to a whole new stratosphere, you know, and, and give it that prestige. And they're really giving this belt some prestige. So it's going to mean something yeah. throughout the years. All these guys that held it have been phenomenal. Yeah. And I think Velveteen is just the next one up. Because, come on. He's in the match with all champions, and he's the center stage at the last time show, you know, so and he, he has a he, I yeah, guess, he, he hasn't he has held he hasn't held a title. He's in the ring where everybody in that ring has held a title mm-hmm. at some point in time in their NXT career. Mm-hmm. And he's the most over guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So um now booking him with the title, 
Uh, shit, what do you see? Arrest, I see a, I see a Brooklyn takeover I, with him. And Adam Cole? Going up against Adam. <sighs> nah. Adam Ooh. Cole will want his North American title back. So him and nah, Adam Cole. Nah, they're probably going to uh, You think they're going to have him defend it in like a, a ladder match or something? I think, no, I think him and Adam Cole would tear the house down. Him and bro, him and Matt Riddle. No, I, th- I think this house is going to go. I think he's gonna hold the title until Mania. He's gonna drop the title, give it back. I think Bro will win the North American title before he wins the the the, the big title. So he'll give he'll take Adam Cole will take it off of Velveteen, and then Matt will take it off of uh, Adam Cole. I don't think that Adam Cole's taking anything off Velveteen. I think he's gonna. I think Velveteen's gonna hold it. For a while, if he gets it, because really, I think they they want they want to give him that ring. I think that he deserves it, and unless they're calling him up after Mania, okay, okay. Like if they're calling him up after Mania, then he's gonna have a short okay, ring. So drop it to so, somebody. So, okay, so and Adam Cole might be calling him. That's what I'm saying. I was just about to say, call. I don't think you only bring all that. So, so is Adam Cole or Velveteen Dream coming up to the main roster? If you had to pick, Adam Cole's more ready. I think, but if you bring Adam Cole, you have to bring up Red Dragon. You got to bring up the entire Undisputed Era for sure. And they're gonna be a faction together on the main roster. Okay. So if you're if you're doing that, I think you bring the Undisputed Era to Raw, and Double Team Dream can just. I don't. I, I want to bring. I think you bring Undisputed to SmackDown. Undisputed to Undisputed to Raw. Because I think they have that Raw vibe, yo. I think you know why. And they're gonna make Raw hot. I'm booking it like this. If 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 wrestling if if SmackDown's gonna be the mark out wrestling show, mm-hmm. you make it noteworthy by bringing Adam Cole to SmackDown and he attacks AJ Styles. Ah, I mean that's immediately cool. that feud is hot, and that will also give Luke Gallows and Kyra Anderson something to do because yeah. eventually. That would be Red a branch off to, to the club. The brothers, that's a real and dope, that would be a good, dope that'd match. And that would be a good dope match. So I am just throwing that out there. Yeah. So if that happens, that's on me. That's on me, <laughs> baby. That's on me, baby. So uh, I would like to see that. Uh-huh. So if that's the case, then Velveteen Dream then goes Retains. over and retains with Adam Cole. And I would like to see Matt Riddle. Matt Riddle and Velveteen Dream. Can you imagine the two... Can you imagine two faces? Yeah, I mean, one of them is gonna probably turn in that. Nah, no, nah, I, nah, I think nah, that, that I think that Valentine has to be the heel on that. Like he has to at least work the heel. Bro, in that match. I However, think they can do a Hulk Hogan, uh, oh, Ultimate Warrior, they baby could. face versus babyface match. Oh, a Daniel Bryan versus John Cena, baby no, face that, versus babyface match. You, now you put it that way. Now that you put it that, that way, I would, would love be to see fucking that. fantastic. I would to love see to see that. Velveteen Dream versus Matt Riddle for the North American title. That would be fire. Have that happen at SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. And then you call up Velveteen Dream the Monday after SummerSlam. It's a long time from now. But that gives and him I think a pretty decent reign. I think he's to get out. I think because he put it on his tights. So. That, that, that would be a decent reign from February. Yeah. To August. It would be a great reign. That would be a pretty and good reign. And I know he can do it. It's going to be you'll have epic. two good matches. Put him in a program with Keith Lee in between that. Oh, wow. I mean, I think no. I, said, you, I think you, you, you spin Keith Lee's wheels 
until Bro gets the title. Okay. And then that's you got Keith Lee versus uh Keith Lee versus okay. Matt Riddle okay. for the North American title. I'll be ill. So you gotta keep Keith Lee. I think you do Keith Lee and and Dijkovic. Okay. Doname Dijkovic. Dijakovic. Doname Dijakovic. This is totally gonna get the fuck rid of that name. Yo, Dijakovic. how the fuck do you want like people to say that shit? Like for real. God damn it, call him Dominic. <laughs> Just call him motherfucker Dominic. <laughs> hey, Bally, your name is Dominic. Oh, oh man. Dijakova what? Yeah. No, no offense. You just can't. You can't just put that on T. Fuck out of here with that name, dog. Um, yeah, 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 you can't put it on a yeah, t-shirt. Yeah. You can't put it on a t-shirt, bro. So I you can, but you can try, but I'm not. So I think you see, I think you see this featureized versus basketball glory shit. That shit would be kind of yeah. trash, but that would be all right. Uh, but just put this up. You already have it that featureized versus basketball glory bullshit. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> It'd be all right, you know, you know what I mean? But you feel me? So I think you'll do that, and yeah. I would like to see um, Matt Riddle, Keith Lee. That'd be dope. And then that somebody will turn. I'd like to see Keith Lee turn at that point. Yeah. That bubbly big guy shit. That teddy bear shit. That don't get over, over, fam. That ain't getting over. This. Tw- <laughs> You know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So, stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. 19... And it's Black History Year, nigga. <laughs> black History Year. Yeah. So um, I would love to see him turn heel, and him and Broken have hell of a matches. They've worked before mm-hmm. PWG. They worked the Evolve. Yeah. Uh, they you know worked at. That don't take you know, So that be dope. Yeah. Um. So Velveteen Dream having a North American title. Um, having Adam Cole, I will book him to, 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 to go with Adam Cole, like you say. Have him go over Adam Cole, then go into a program with Matt Riddle. I would like to see him book through SummerSlam, lose the SummerSlam as a farewell, and then show up. And I think he is a raw personality. Okay. I think, and that's how you balance it out. So now you expand it and gave them. Double teams personality. Yeah, you give double them. Double teams is definitely a raw personality. Yeah. Absolutely. So, and that's what I'm saying. You, because my thing is, you, you can't keep sucking SmackDown dry, pause. You know what I mean? Like, 
You you give you you. My thing is for a while when the SmackDown was giving out. L's, but they have a great roster. No right no no no. It, it, but it lacks depth, and the reason why it lacks depth is because uh, they spin a lot of people' wheels. So my thing is that means well, they have depth. They just don't no, use no, everybody. But all what the I'm time. saying is that they, they and they're using a lot of people at once. They it's a revolving door though. That's why they added Mustafa and Andrade's getting a little bit more. I mean, right I understand, you but know? when you bring back Shelton Benjamin, you haven't done nothing with him, and uh, you you know uh, for a while, even on Raw, like you know we saw we, we saw uh, Chad Gable and, and uh, Bobby Roode just in the mud, you know what I mean? Just yeah. so my thing is, is that when you bring fresh blood in and you switch it up and you do the roster swap. Like, they took Dean from SmackDown. They took Bray Wyatt from SmackDown. Um, at some point in time, they're going to pull Shinsuke from SmackDown. He's a raw personality. Mm-hmm. Um, I think at some point, like, you, um, they took Dolph from... Uh, from, from uh, uh, and they brought the United States title at some point when, uh, it, when they drafted... Um, who was the United States champion at the time? And, uh, yeah, but, but that, when they did the shakeup. That they had both Intercontinental titles and the United States titles on Raw at one point. They had to have a, a uh, match first, you know what I mean, okay. interbrand, and then that's how SmackDown got the title back. Okay. So that's why I think um, if you add a three-to-one ratio, because I think when you do that, you will then allow other people to... Adam Cole and Shelton Benjamin, I know... Is a stretch, but that's just utilizing. Even if Shelton's going under, mm-hmm. you, you're able to utilize because Adam Cole can't come in and beat top guys automatically. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. But after he has a few with AJ, he's gonna have to have some filler feuds. Yeah, him and our truth just ain't gonna get the job done. <laughs> United States champion. Don't underestimate it. I think a, a program with undisputed picking on our truth and Carmella. And then they get the title off, and it would be cool. If you definitely book it the right way, as for the match, hey, it'll be a match. And M. Cole win. <sighs> All right. Um, outside of Velveteen Dream, Keith Lee, our truth we booked a lot of black. Um, yeah. Uh, we got anything else? We want to go into our last segment of the Yeah, let's go Business and Logic. Business and Logic? All right. What you got for Business and Logic? Well... We were talking earlier about AEW and them uh, and all the people that seem to be calling uh, to the end of their WWE careers and trying to leave and call for the end of their contracts. Mm-hmm. Um, leaving and uh, what? How is that going to impact the industry? You know, because if we're hearing that, because you just told me now that shocked me a couple of moments ago before the podcast that the Usos. Well, it's it is it's speculation right now going on. Like you're on. saying, every, they're saying everybody's not going to resign. They said already. They said, oh, it's going to be Hideo. Oh, it's going to be uh, well, Dean Ambrose. Dean Ambrose is confirmed. Hideo is confirmed. Yeah, they're confirmed. They're they're confirmed. Um, um, but then I hear the then I hear a revival. But then I'm like, I don't know for sure if the revival actually. Well, released. the revivals so are the contract. So it's just here, and it's like, can we just like the revivals are the contract to April 2020. Uh, but the guy, you gotta be realistic. Like um, I spoke an error a couple of weeks ago when I said AJ signed a new deal. He didn't, and his contract's coming up. He had a three year deal, twenty sixteen, uh-huh. twenty nineteen. 
past three years. Okay. So I heard that he hasn't came to an agreement oh, on okay. sick or on 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 signing a, another deal. Um, I have heard that you know Uso contract after they re after they had read up last time uh-huh. that their contract. Did you start the rule? What? Like, did you start the rule that AJ signed another deal and then it just filtered up and then AJ heard it and he's like, "Yo, guys." I don't, I don't, I don't, think, the- <laughs> I don't know if, the, I don't know if I was the root <laughs> of the tree that sprouted from that, but, um, I, I was, I was under the impression I heard also okay. that AJ has signed another deal, um, you know, securing himself, okay. <clears throat> but with that said, with that being said, it's a lot, of, I, with that being said, I think for the business, the module of independence of the independent um, of the independent circuit and the renaissance of the independent circuit. Bless you, bless you. Um, I think what is going on is really what's best for business. Okay. Because logically, it doesn't necessarily put WWE in a Frenzy or tizzy, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, but it it makes them kind of be a little bit more aware of the options. Yeah, yeah, and I think they're gonna keep it like the boy said he's gonna keep an eye on it, and I think that's exactly what they should do. Just keep an eye on it. But it's this likens to uh, WCW when they started stealing WWE's talent in the early nineties. You know, not still I know, I know, I know, I know, not stealing top tier talent, but I've never seen an exodus of a whole bunch of WWE wrestlers at one time unless they got fired. You know, so I, it's interesting that people are opting out of it all at once. If it's true, you know, and if it's not, well, I, I mean, think that with another company coming up, people will just make rumors and just say between shit. Dean and Hideo, realistically, like those are not. It's not. That's not a lot of people. Two people is not a lot of people. People are also saying rumors about other people. They're saying it's gonna be. Uh, people like Dolph Ziggler and Rusev, and you know, I'm like, what? I mean, all asking for the release at the same time, and I mean, realistically, and revival and the, mach- just, the machine, the machine like, definitely like, pushes out what the co- uh, it cogs out who they want. Mm-hmm. They already it's predetermined people, so if you get over unexpectedly, congratulations, you created yourself a couple more checks through merchandise. But we just can't squeeze you in if we have some. It's like a movie. Yeah. That's why The Rock doesn't wrestle. That's why John Cena doesn't wrestle. Because if I inadvertently let you do something that wasn't expected and you fuck up my nut, Brennan, right? On Step Brothers, when my nigga told him I'm going to give you the calendar wine mixer, and he said, nigga, if you fuck up my nut, I'm going to have him eat your dick like Kobayashi. Yo, you can't just risk. Throwing people in there creatively. (laughs) You can't just throw people in there creatively off of, you know, emotion. Yeah. If I'm telling the story, you know what I mean? If if I if I'm creating a movie, if I'm writing you out I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I keep thinking about this Kobayashi. Yo, um, uh, if man. you fuck up my nut, Brennan, <laughs> if you fuck up my nut, Brennan, I'm going to have him eat, his, eat your dick like Kobayashi. <laughs> 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 I'm 
I've seen it too. <laughs> International water, so you can't. <laughs> I've watched Step Brothers probably a million and ten times, man. <laughs> I can't recite that movie probably from front to back. Oh, man. But yeah, yeah. I, I think that realistically, man, um, getting back to the point. Well, they got Jimmy Havoc. They, yeah, AEW signing, AEW signing to, they got Jimmy Havoc, they got, um, shout out to Jimmy Havoc, they got, uh, Penta and Phoenix, um, from what I hear, they're working on, uh, a relationship with Impact, uh, from what I understand, uh, TNA. Okay. Um, and I'm not how true that is, but business-wise, having people be, because wrestlers are independent contractors. Yeah. Okay, but if I'm a company and I book you to like, if I'm a company and my toilet is broke and I contract an independent contractor plumber to come mm-hmm. fix my toilet, I don't give a fuck what other appointments he has. Yeah. What is my date? What is my time? Can you be here and fix it? Yeah. Wrestlers are the same way. Yeah. They should be. Honestly, they should. Yo, I but- got a show August eighth. It's seven o'clock. You're probably gonna be fourth match, maybe. This is what's your pay rate? But they are in the Indies, like they, they, that's they, right? That's what I think. I think the conglomerate though of TNA, MLW. I'm wearing my MLW crew shirt right now. Um, at TNA, MLW, Ring of Honor, uh, uh, New Japan, AEW. Now, I think realistically, that is how you should. That's how you should network it. If this is the new generation. Mm-hmm. And hell, you can see Pinto on MLW holding tag titles and then see him on TNA holding tag titles. Why can't he walk around like Ultimo Dragon with both fucking titles? Who? I'm just Pinto. Like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Or, or when Austin Aries did it. Austin Aries came in when he was the collector of belts and yeah. walked in. Like, that stuff is triggering and it's dope. It's pretty cool. Honestly, you know and, what I mean. And I think that this is the evolution of you know. It's the, evo- the evolution of I think the evolution of independent ro- evolution of wrestling period. Yeah, and yeah. I think Dean Ambrose is kind of like I don't think he's necessarily burnt out, but like he comes back from nine months. You know, they put him in a story like you said. You 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 pointed out. You say it looks like they're wasting him. It looks like they're wasting him. Yeah. And he kind of felt the same way. So, you know, he may be wanting to go do his own thing. You know, mm-hmm. he may want to explore other options. Yeah. He may want to wrestle for New Japan. You know what I mean? Because yeah. uh, Dean seems like a, like a, he seems like a free person. Yeah. You know, so. He I don't think, like being restricted. Yeah, you know. Restricted, yeah, you know he know seems I mean? like a free person who wants to go for his heart's desire. And I think if he was not inspired, then he's getting the fuck out. And, and I think, and think. The way I see it, like I see it as an art, you know, sometimes. And I yeah. knew what he's doing is corny. Yeah. And I know that he only has can do so much within what they give him. Um, I didn't know he was going to ask for his release. But um, if the, if Dean were to show up someplace like AEW, and when, he, when he does leave, that does make them on a different level than they would be. Okay. You know, I mean, I, I, I would love to see Dean and, and, she, and JPW too, you know. Maybe you could put them on another level. But wherever he goes, if he's still wrestling... He's gonna put them on a whole new level. Yeah, and I'm curious to see what happens with that. But with all these talent leaving, there's somebody who always you know fill the spot. Yeah, WWE. And for, for sure, sure if you're wondering how it's gonna affect WWE, it's not gonna change much. 
You know, I mean, it's, gonna, gonna slide. it's gonna hurt when they want to do the yeah. shit, but they can't always do those fucking they, shit. They, 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 this happens to them. This happens to them all the time. Yeah, people who injuries are big names leaving or... injuries, but not even people big names who like leaving the company. Like Kurt Angle, just Jericho's left. Ultimate Warrior held him up hostage. Yeah, I heard so many people. Like, Brock Lesnar. Stone Cold left. You know, like, yeah. people just Hulk left. Hogan. Yeah, you know, people so. you wouldn't think would leave. So, hey, you know, it happens. And people are acting like it's like, oh my God, WWE. Chill out. Just man, chill out. I be, think, be reasonable. Yeah, be reasonable, man. Be reasonable. Be logical when you're talking about wrestling. Like, just think of, just think of, uh, like, I don't watch everything. But will I start being versed now? Of course, man, mm-hmm. because uh, a few people that I made relationships are now getting the exposure that they need, like uh, MJF, yeah, um, uh, Jimmy Havoc, um, shout out to Shane Strickland being a hot free agent, shout out to ACH, you know, um, getting uh, signed to WWE, I don't know if the cast out the bag with that, but hey, we broke the story and nobody else did. Mm-hmm. Um uh, shout out to um, Jay Lethal, you know what I mean? Yeah. Being the longest rate in a, a cumulative days with uh, our uh, heavyweight title. Yeah. Also was a double champion at one point, being a TV champion yeah, at the same was. time. Yeah. He had a real, like, pretty cool Yo, and, era. And him, him being, uh, not being AJ. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, AJ was Mr. TNA, went to WWE, got the bread, got the glory. Jay Luther really is just like, I am Mr. RH, and I'm really like legit that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm legit that. Um, mm-hmm. But if people are, if y'all gonna do a talent um, exchange, um, AEW, get some black people. Okay? Um, there's tons of good black wrestlers that are available. Um, we just named a few. Some Shane Strickland, if he's not going to the E, might be, so his name might be up the list. But like, Barrington Hughes, or, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Uh, Definitely have uh, some representation. Xavier, uh-huh. you know what I mean? I mean, y'all some... getting people from China. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so like, <laughs> come on. Sign my bro, Jay Lethal. I'm pretty sure Jay he'll be there. Good, you know, know what I mean? But, yes. I mean, not just Jay Lethal because you guys are friends. Like, there's more talented African-American superstars out there um, that have just been waiting for an opportunity. So if you're going to give, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think right now if people are getting TV contracts... And people got some money to put behind it. And people really got this exposure like Conrad, who's like really all over mm-hmm. the place. And that is bringing new eyeballs and new people to the product. Um, Bruce Pritchard and Eric Bischoff and Tony Schiavone, he's plugging these things on all those shows. You know what I mean? Okay. He's, you know, he's being really as a great mouthpiece. The Young Bucks doing great with the exposure on YouTube right now. Um... Uh, give you're doing a great job getting people exposure. Absolutely. So let's do a great, a great job of getting people of color some exposure too. Um, like I think Starcast this year, yeah. you guys gotta do a better job with inclusion. You know what I mean? Um, the A show touched on yeah, that. You know, just just show some love. Alexis you know, for touched on that. Like yo, yeah. it's a lot of black media personalities. It's a lot of black wrestling mm-hmm. podcasts, and we love the sport. Just like I mean, you know, the sport, the, the entertainment. We love it just as much. as We you contribute do. just as much to yeah, it. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, man. We yo just. Just do that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if you want me to buy in, I can't just have dick wrestlers 
and um, old WWE wrestlers that are, you know what I mean, outside their prime, and your friends. I need you to really show some um, love to the people that's out there busting their ass and holding it down for the culture, you feel me? Mm -hmm. So uh, shout out to AEW, shout out to all these independent uh, wrestling companies, MLW, Ring mm -hmm. of Honor, Impact, uh, um, uh, uh, New Japan, uh, fucking House of Hardcore, uh, Reality Title Wrestling, Real, yeah. that's uh, Booker T's joint, yeah, you know what I mean? Um, sh uh, Shimmer. Shimmer, yo, shout yeah. out to Shimmer, shout out to, um, I mean, Lucha's holding niggas hostage, but, <laughs> you know, yo, shout out to, I mean, honestly, like, Lucha bringing wrestling in a different perspective, yeah. and how the presentation is brought up, like, yep. they're very innovative, so I can't it even is. hate on that as a production guy, yeah. as a as a film guy, it was brought to me different, and I was drawn to another wrestling company yep. because of it, you know what I mean, oh, just like TNA when they gave us like so, six sided rings and shit. Yeah, you know so what I'm mean? really, I'm really curious to see what AEW is gonna be. Yeah, if they plan to take be that ambitious and make their own lane, then go for it. You know. Yeah, I, I think, I think business wise, um, I'm, I'm paying a lot more attention now, uh -huh. not because of who they're signing type thing, but more because like I think of the realistic aspect of them succeeding. Is more probable than not now because of the day and age that we live in. Yeah. They put in an extreme amount of hard work, man. Shout out to Cody, Nick, and Matt. Um, they are hardworking guys that really, really, really put their money where their mouth was and put the hard work behind it. Um, they're going to be right yeah. here in Jacksonville. So, shit, when y'all get everything lined up at the top and need some bottom feeders, um, I'll let your boys. I mean, y'all do need black people. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Uh, so, um, yo. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll so work for it. We'll work for <laughs> money, nigga. Fuck that, man. <laughs> we work for money, okay? So, um, but no, but shout out to all independent. Shout out to the independent circuit because um, we know the importance of independence as we try to do something independent ourselves right mm -hmm. now. Um, so, uh, we definitely do appreciate the grind and the, uh, um... Yeah, for real. It, it's, 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 a, it's an inspiration, honestly. For real. To take on this undertaking and create something on your, on your own path. I say it all the time. It, it, it truly is remarkable what you guys have done. Um, I'm curious to see how this goes. So, yeah. I want us all to just take, take it easy. Let's see how AEW um, pans out. Um, and let's see what guys love. do when they leave. You yeah. Know, when hey. WWE guys leave, people need a break, man. People, you know what I mean? Like, have you, just because you've worked at your fucking call center job for 15 years don't mean niggas want to do that for you, right? <laughs> they may want to work at a different call center, that, nigga. Man. Shit, you know what I mean? Ain't that you the feel truth. me? Goddamn. Yeah. So, yeah, bro, um, but yeah, we've been talking for an hour and a yeah. half. Um, once again, we definitely do appreciate all our listeners, all our followers, um, everybody that uh, we that have listened to us uh, sounds like or it looks like we uh, reached out to Germany and Canada and France and Italy this past week. Uh, we um, love y'all. We shout out to all the countries we've been listening to. Love. Um, and uh, again, follow us RW Podcast One, one on Twitter. Uh -huh. Everything else is reasonable wrestling. Again, shout out to BGP Radio for hosting our shit. Um, yo, if anybody's out there in Orlando, we are looking for graphic designers. 
Uh, no. So holla at us, shoot us an email at reasonablewrestling.com uh-huh. or hit us up on Instagram, DM us. Um, so we are looking for graphic designers, so holla at us for that. Um, other than that, yo, we'll holla at you guys next week on episode two of Black History Month Weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, right, that's how we're gonna do. Oh, and uh, stay out. We're gonna be uh, doing a character spotlight on MVP sometime this month before it ends, and uh, hopefully we'll be able to get the brother on the show to talk some things. Uh, um, you know, more than wrestling. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see how that yeah. goes. Uh, a shout out to Alexis Littlefoot. Shout out to Living B. Shout out to Cousin Rich. Um, shout out to Lance. Uh, peanut butter crackers. <laughs> um, uh, what else? Uh, yeah, shout, out Matt Riddle. shout out to my riddle. Thank the you for inviting uh, us thank to you, man. Uh, yeah. party. That was, was that was a real experience for us. So I loved it again, man. Thank you, and thank you to the WWE Performance Center. Thank you to all the NXT guys out there. We saw the um, shout out to Cornell Gunter. Um, I follow him on Twitter. He's a WWE PC um, a YouTuber. Uh, he, he's a YouTube coordinator for WWE. Oh, what's up? Black guy, too. You know what's what I mean? Up? So, like, I um, kind of great talk to him was at the thing. But I follow him. Uh, put some really good stuff together on YouTube, WWE PC. Yo, so go follow been, it. been on fire. Follow it's been that, lit. man. It's been lit. Go subscribe to that. Uh, get my man numbers up. You know what I mean? So, um, and it shows the transformation that they turned the performance center yeah. into a, a Super Bowl watch party. So mm-hmm. thank you guys again for the invite, uh, allowing us to come into your environment. That's mm-hmm. where y'all train. That's where y'all put y'all blood, that's sweat, where, yeah. tears into. That's um, your domain. So, you know, that's your sanctuary. Exactly. And we were just guests there. Exactly. And you, you, you treated it. It was like family. Yeah. Honestly, it was a family environment. It was a peek behind the, the glass that was like, wow, I really love it. You yeah. know? It's like for like peeking behind the glass in WWE and seeing how it's just really a family environment. It made me feel good about it. So and I mean, I, with that, that with that with that being said, man, that ain't gonna be our last time. Yeah, for we're, real. We're, that was that we got we got a little taste and uh, we're ready to expand ourselves and get this show on the road and really do what we said we was gonna do and put this podcast on the map because. Uh, we really got something going here, and we only got something going because of y'all. We appreciate the listens and everything mm-hmm. like that. So, um, holla at y'all next week. Uh, it's latest shit, so we about to go ahead and get this put up. So y'all be right here tomorrow. Uh, so thank you guys again for listening. Peace out. Peace. And word. You know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important.